guys, it's your girl Eb, and welcome back to another episode of the More Than Conversation podcast where we do life together and talk about it. I know y'all may be, <laughs> I know y'all may be so confused as to who these lovely young women are and why are they here. But before we get into any of that, can you guys please introduce yourselves starting at this end? Hi, my name is Taya. I'm 34. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Reuni. Dang. How old are you, Reuni? <laughs> you don't have to old say enough. it. You don't have to yeah, say I'm it. old enough. Old enough. Period. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Nikki, and I'm in my 30s. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ashley, and I'm also old enough. Old enough for what? The funny thing is they're um, both younger than here. me. Thank you. <laughs> it's know. fine. They are both <laughs> younger than me. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We don't have to be advertising our ages out we here. It's okay. it's okay. It's okay. Honestly, who, who says that we have to be? Uh, I'm not even talking into a mic. I feel like what you're saying is so important, but yeah. Oh, okay. What I was going to say is that we don't have to talk about our age. Like, what is... Age doesn't mean you're wiser. It doesn't mean you're better. What, what is what is age? Is just a age number. Age is a figment of our imagination. Yes. Like just like Aaliyah said, age, age I did exactly is just. As I was I'm doing. so proud of you, but it, it, it's it's fine. Um, so basically, these these women are part of my personal faith circle. I talk to them basically daily. We talk about everything under the sun. We all attend Oasis Church together we serve we all yeah we all serve on students and we're on the worship team so we're pretty active at church and we are just we hold each other accountable we're sisters in christ we just be doing that so we just felt like having some girl talk and i was like who better to have girl talk with than my girls but before we get into any girl talk how y'all doing? How was y'all week? How was your day? What did you learn this week? Come on, give me something. Anybody jump in. Let's go. Well, like for me this week, I really learned to just give, like not be anxious, to just not be anxious because it really doesn't do anything. Like every time I get anxious about something, I'm just like, God, you told me not to worry, so I'm not going to worry. Period. That That's really what this week was about. That's on. That's on. Prr- Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Ashton really wants me to retire that. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, can you just not say period at all? And period. I'm just like, Ooh. purred. Because no, I'm not going to stop saying it. What What about y'all? What about y'all? Come on. Reuni, you want to say, come on. You want to tell us. You want to, how was your week? What did you learn? Give us something. Come on. Uh, so my week was pretty eventful. I, I really just started looking at myself and I was realizing that, you know, we're not there yet. So. That's it. Some self-evaluation, yeah. self-reflection. It'd be like that, some revelation. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that, girl. What about you, Tay? Uh, my work week was good. Uh, moving desks, so I've been doing that a lot. And then one of my coworkers was out with COVID, so I was pretty much doing almost everything on my own for two days. It was fun. I liked it, though. That sounds like so. stress. If I had to do everything on my own, girl, I was, no, I uh-uh. I'm, I it, wasn't, it wasn't that stressful yay. for me. I was like, okay, awesome, yay. I had to move desks at my last job. It didn't go well. Me and the girl who I had to switch with ended up beefing. That's not my dog, though. Shout out to Ashley. That's my homegirl, still. No, you said her full name. I I love her, but she knows we laugh about it, how we literally beefed over. I just want to clarify, that's not me, Ashley. It's It's not not her. It's not. I just want to clarify. It's not her. Uh, It's not her. Okay, Um, come on, Nikki. Let's go. 
Um, my week was good. My week was really good. Um, I don't know what I learned. Um, I felt like God was speaking to me all week long. Um, and just to like dive deeper into what he's trying to tell me, but that's it. I feel that. Um, I feel like I've been getting a lot closer to God or trying to at least I'm reading more, praying more. And I realize I just been seeing God in everything. Mm. And it's just crazy because the narrative that you get from the spirit in the season is usually the same. Mm. And so I keep hearing the same thing Repeated everywhere over on and over Sunday. Again until you yesterday, like I sued students when Melissa gave her word. It's just the same thing right. everywhere. So because he's waiting for you to listen. I like I, I'm li- I'm listening. Receive. My ear is open. Receive. My ear is open. I receive it in Jesus name. <laughs> But um, if y'all see me looking down at my watch, y'all, it's because I need to make sure it's still recording because my phone has a thing where it just stops recording on its own. It's just getting hot, and I don't know why. So I'm going to keep checking to make sure that we're good because if we're not, then that creates problems. So, yeah, anyway, so to kick us off, because this girl talk is probably going to be a normal thing. I don't know how often we're going to do this, y'all. God figuring it out. He just said have a girl talk, so we doing it. Um, so really, to start us off, y'all, let's just talk. It's been so heavy on my heart. I feel like our young women are lost right now. Everyone is all over the place. And just disclaimer, y'all, we are not perfect. Mm. We are working every single day to die to our flesh and let our spirit lead us. It's rough out here for the kids. It really is, cause the enemy know his time is almost up, so he be, he be putting it up. So yeah, I just like, what do you guys think that our young women are lacking? Like, what do we need right now as women in Christ who are just trying to have a heart for Him the way that David did? Really, mm-hmm. aside from the Bathsheba part. <laughs> I'm just aside from that. Um, yeah, I yeah. really think that for me, I struggled a lot in like high school and in college too with identity of like knowing who I was, knowing what that meant for me, what my standards were, what my boundaries were. And it wasn't until like I got to know God that I was like, oh wait, I'm actually not okay with saying these words. I'm not okay with going to these places. Mm-hmm. And it was also in figuring out who I was and what I was called to do, I also figured out that meant that I couldn't just attach myself to just anyone around me. Like I had to put safeguards against those that were speaking life into me, about those that were just speaking to me regardless because who you hang out with determines your whole trajectory of like where you're going. So it's very important to know, yeah, who you are, what your standards are, what your boundaries are. And I think that a lot of people, we just sort of hang out with people because they make us feel good or they make us feel comfortable. We can have a good laugh about it, Mm -hmm. but they're not really giving you substance. They're not really building you up. They're not really calling you out when you're like not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it's just, you're in the loss because you don't really have that accountability or that like, someone to keep you like on your stuff all the time yeah as iron sharpens iron Mm -hmm. so one man sharpens another and i think the hardest thing for us to learn is like not saying that god doesn't care about us but like god doesn't care about us feeling good Mm, it's more about Mm -hmm. it's not about necessarily your happiness at the end of the day the one of the fruits of the spirit is joy and once you get that joy no one can take it from you Mm -hmm. But he doesn't care about you doing the worldly things that make you happy or the worldly things that make you feel good. He doesn't care about those things. He cares about your holiness, your righteousness, and 
we just be out here just forgetting that and just thinking that we could hang around a certain set of people and it not affect us but you can only be around sin for so long before it starts to like literally consume you mm. like i read numbers i can't remember which chapter it was the other day and it was just like they started hanging around the wrong people that's why god wanted them to be set apart in the first place because now you're hanging with these people now you're sleeping with their women and now you're worshiping their god mm. and it didn't happen overnight it took time it's just, yeah, it's just and sin whether it's immediate or not always has a consequence so it's just like they thought they were fine doing what they were doing and god was like see no now here's a plague a lot of y'all gonna die. Like everybody who's doing this is gonna die. So, yeah. I mean, Taya, you had something that you was gonna add. I saw you was lifting your mic a little bit. I thought you. I thought. I thought you would notice that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you. Uh, I was gonna say uh, two things. Uh, not to compare ourselves with others. Because mm. a lot of us did a lot. And That's also, the thief of joy <coughs> comparison. Mm-hmm. Also, that we are enough. Like, of course, with God, not, not, not that we don't need him, but with God, we are enough because growing true. up in Africa, I had an aunt and she compared me to um, Chamaka Manier. Those are my cousins, my, my friend's cousins. Um, and it, it hurt a lot. She was like, I'd wash it. I would literally like scrub myself bloody washing a pot. I knew her to say Chamaka would have done it better. And I wanted to be like, why don't you go find Chamaka then? And I actually started disliking Chamaka and Oninye. And it really wasn't their fault because that's right. just who they were. But my aunt wanted me to be like them, which is ironic because I wasn't even related to them by blood. So I'm not entirely sure how she wanted that to work out. But just not um, to know that you're enough. Let, don't let anyone tell you that what you've done isn't enough. Unless, of course, you're not really giving it your all, then you should probably give it your all. Um, and also, don't compare yourself with other people because... Even if you can do something well, there's always going to be someone who can do it better. It's just how it is in this world. Yeah. There's always going to be someone who can do it. I play the piano. Okay, I can't play like Juan. You know who Juan is. Yeah. I can't play like him. I can't even play like Ricky. Okay, <laughs> like, nah, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I've only been playing for two years. They've been playing since they were in diapers. I'm pretty sure. And they can't they, play like Bach and them. So, yeah. I mean. Like, so just that, you know, just to know not to compare yourself. And it's the hard, those are the two hardest things not to do you know because you always want to try to fulfill especially if you're the eldest daughter i'm the eldest daughter um if you're like the mom of the family you know you have a mom you want to do everything for everyone and sometimes you don't leave enough time for yourself mm-hmm. and that can cause burnout that can cause even resentment to the people you're helping because they're not doing it on purpose it's you that's thinking that you need to be this for everyone and you really don't need to be yeah. i feel that Right, um, so something that Taya said um, got me thinking. So everybody's on their own like path in life mm-hmm. and their own journey. God knows the plans that he has for all of us, and they're not the same. And when you spend time looking at somebody else's plan, so what, some, what God is doing in somebody else's life, it can, it can delay things in your life. And it can it can mess with your testimony, which is not going to be like anybody else's. And I think that is something that I would have wanted to learn earlier. I'm glad I know it now. But that's something I would have wanted to know like when I was younger so that I could have kept my eyes focused on my path. What is God saying to me, particular to me? 
because he has put different things inside of all of us. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah, it's like a different recipe inside of all of us. So it's like you're looking at you're spending time looking at somebody else's recipe and they have ingredients in them that are not meant to be in you. Come on. Come on. That is so good. Y'all in here talking. Y'all know Jesus is so (laughs) that's my homie. That's my dog for sure. What about you, Nikki? What do you think? Um, I, I think I was listening to both. All you guys talk. It's the same thing. Comparison, insecurity, um, finding your identity in Christ. Uh, they're all within the patterns of, with each other. And I think all of us as women and young girls, we it's from a young age that it's, it's but I don't even say as women because I feel like men struggle with it too. Mm-hmm. We just are more vocal about it, um, about, and especially with social media, the comparison is so bad because like, it's Uh-oh. okay. It's okay to compare yourself amongst your friends, but social media gives you people you don't even know that you're comparing yourself these to. celebrities that make yeah. millions and you think that you should be on a trip every week like and that. and no. it's like you don't know people's life you don't know what they're going through mm-hmm. but when ashley was talking it reminded me of like this started in the garden mm-hmm. when the, when the snake like you're like everyone has their purpose you know when the serpent was telling eve hey take a bite of the apple and you'll be more wiser you'll be more this she was already looking for more mm-hmm. um I think as human beings, we constantly want more. And when we see other people, we're like, I want that. I want that. I want mm-hmm. that. When we don't, we're not looking to Christ to find out where, what direction that he wants us to be in. Right. Where, what does he want for us? What is our purpose? What is our identity in Christ? And, it, and it, I think also the comparison comes from insecurity. If we're not happy with who we are or where we are or what God has given us, we're constantly going to be searching for more and looking at other people and be like, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not enough. And I love what Taya said. I'm enough in Christ. He's made me enough. So therefore I am enough, but it's hard. Cause we know that. And we're still like, I, you know, it, cause it's, but, Still hating on yeah, it's a ha- real bad. Because no, because your biggest, honestly, I'm not gonna even say the enemies are biggest. Ourselves mm-hmm. is the biggest thing that we have to battle in this world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes and the devil doesn't do anything. It's just you, you do it to yourself. Yeah, Facts. and it's kind of hard because we've grown up in a society where the first thing you're always doing is comparing yourself. Like even when you're born, they're like, "You look like your mom," mm-hmm. or "You look like your dad," yeah. or you know. And your parents do it too. When you have siblings, they're always saying like, "Your sister did this," or "Your brother your did." So it's smart. yeah, like <laughs> it's like just how we've grown up, and so you have to detangle that from like you, the person, figuring yeah. out what you want, what God has for you, and all of that. So yeah, definitely. Oh That's God. why it's so important. I know we to share like DNA, but uh, we're not clones. <laughs> exactly. Like, like we look alike, but that's our, it. That's what it is. That's what it is. Even the same. Like yeah. they, they sisters, not twins. Like come on now. Like yeah. relax. And that, but that's exactly what you said. We're we're t- compared from the minute we're born mm-hmm. to other people, yeah. to our parents, to like, oh, you're gonna, and then told what we're gonna do. Yeah, you do. We're you never even able to find who our own identity is. is. Like I'm is, so passionate. You about see this. so many people that are sorry. <laughs> you see so many people that are like in their 30s and their 40s and they are now rediscovering what their passions are because when they were growing up someone told them like you have to follow this path this is the only path and in their hearts they were like actually i really want to do something else but Mm -hmm. because no one has given me that support no one has actually poured into me giving me that safe space so that i can grow and develop in this passion i was scared and i didn't go down that route i didn't follow my dream or my passion because they told me it wasn't going to work out and i never let myself i never gave myself that time because here's the thing it's that we trust people like we will trust our parents we will trust our brothers we will trust our sisters our teachers our advisors Mm -hmm. and we won't ever go to god we will we will 
will stand because we because we believe these people love us and protect us. But here's the thing. As much as your mom and dad love you, as much as your teachers respect you and want the best for you, they didn't create you. Yeah. They don't know. Come on. Come on. They don't know what's inside you. They yeah. don't know what that calling is. So if you do not go to God and you're just allowing other people to mm -hmm. dictate what you do or who you become, you're going to yeah. stay lost. It's like yeah. taking your Toyota to Tesla and asking <laughs> yeah. them to fix it. Yeah. Like you where the where the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. Mm. Yes. Miles Monroe says this all the time all the time so it's just like we're going to the people that didn't even create us mm -hmm. when you need to know what's wrong with your iphone you call apple mm -hmm. yeah. not google mm -hmm. not samsung you will call apple so it's like hmm i wonder what i should do and instead of going to the person that created you on purpose for a purpose mm -hmm. you go into your mom your dad or whoever like you said and they're putting their restrictions on you and it's literally the same thing that we do to god mm -hmm. we yeah. limit him because we're so used to limiting people and because people always disappoint we feel like oh god is gonna do the same thing subconsciously and we don't even realize it so that's why it's so crazy how he can do abundantly more than we could ask or think mm -hmm. or imagine so it's just like if you think that he's gonna do it that way he's not yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also want to do a caveat, though. That is not to say that you can't listen to your yeah, parents or your teachers because in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. So it's saying that they should not be your only guide. Yeah. Like yeah. if you've only ever listened to your parents and you've never sought out God, never asked them what his ideas right. or plans were, then you're doing this wrong. But mm -hmm. like if you do like you go to God and then you go to your parents and there's confirmation that's happening, then you understand that you're on the right yeah. path. Or like they're praying with yeah. you, praying for you, like that type of stuff. Like, cause where two or more are gathered, like, he you know, is there. Okay. so it's like, <laughs> especially in prayer, like it's good to have people that are praying for you and with you on something that mm -hmm. you're trying to confirm. But I think it's the disconnect when we don't realize that we're supposed to do the work. Like there are no amount of works per se, but we forget that we, we also have a part to play because mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit can only do so much. Yes. Faith without work is it's dead. dead. Mm -hmm. So even after that prayer, if you're praying for something, then you need to be doing the work to action. figure that out. You need action. And like um, to hop on what uh, Taya said, uh, Miles Monroe was saying in a sermon that he did that the hardest thing for women is people expect women to be everything for everyone mm -hmm. all the time. So they want you to be the support. They want you to be the listening ear. They want you to be the safe space. They want you to be the shoulder to cry on. But then you also got to be the cook, the cleaner, the this, the that. And not even from the standpoint of being a wife, being an oldest daughter, being an oldest grandchild, an oldest niece, or even the most reliable female in your family. You're expected to carry so much weight. And it's just like we forget to care, take care of self because we're so busy taking care of everybody else. So I feel like what women do need is like more support, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to handling things at home, in the family, however. Like women, as women, we cannot do it on our own. If that was the case, God would have made us and that would have mm -hmm. been it. And if men were supposed to do it on their own, God would have made Adam and that was it. But that's not the case. And I feel like that has pushed the strong woman narrative. Not even just strong black women, but strong women, period. Like, women have to be strong. We can't show weakness. We have to have everything together. We have to be organized. And it's just like, no. Sometimes it's all right to be a mess. 
It's all right to not have everything in line for everybody. It's okay to say no. Mm. No is yes. a complete sentence mm. you don't need to explain yourself to Amen. nobody honey if it's not gonna not saying if it's not gonna benefit you because sometimes you can do things for people that don't have any type of benefit to yourself but if it's really just if it goes outside of your boundaries if it goes against who you are and what you believe in no especially if you're stressed like stretch so like thin like say no because in you saying yes and like overexerting yourself you're the one that's gonna end up hurt and everyone's gonna look at you like why she did that why she did that to herself why yep. are you why are you being hospitalized because you spent all this time and energy for someone else that their lives could have gone fine without you even interfering yep. i think that's our problem is that we don't want to let people fall like we feel guilty just if out I say here no. saving <laughs> just out here captain save everybody just saving oh i can't let this happen and i can't let that and i can't let that person and it's just like why are you getting in the way of god trying to teach this Some person lesson. to mm -hmm. get it together but i think that's it's it's in that the, i would say non-american <laughs> the non-american is to if as a woman if you don't in an immigrant household or in a caribbean household as a woman you're supposed to do so much mm. and that's why it's like i'm 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 saving everybody because the minute i decide not to save everybody people are going to talk about me they're gonna be like oh that's bad that's this that's that so you hold on to this strong mentality because a lot of people don't take mental health seriously mm, we on. do now but we don't take mental health seriously so the strong woman trope or narrative which is i'm so strong is like i'm strong i carry everything i have to keep going because if i don't keep going who's gonna keep going yeah, for my who's family. gonna do it? Yeah, who's gonna do it for my family? I'm gonna carry all the burdens. I'm gonna get us through everything. I'm gonna be the first one to go to school. I'm gonna be this because if I don't do it, who else is gonna do it? And if I don't do it, everyone's gonna be like, "Why didn't you do it?" We don't have the leeway that a lot of men have mm. to be like, "Oh, you know, people applaud men for doing the simplest things on the internet." The simplest things. Come on now. They be like, mm. "Oh, the, he did his daughter's hair." Oh my god. You know, but then it's a woman supposed to like do five kids hair, like, <laughs> you know, go cook, grocery cook shopping, everybody cook dinner. everyone dinner. Yep. Oh, Still, no. And she got a full time job, full time job, CEO, you know, get everybody ready for church, all that stuff. And it's never. Oh, wow. She did that. It's never. Thank it's, you. Oh, and then people be like, oh, you applauding her for doing yeah. what she's supposed to do, what she's supposed to do. Yeah. But when men do it, it's like, oh, my goodness. He really like applause, applause, applause it's giving lady gaga no yes let him learn how to do that little girl hair yes let him learn how to cook yeah. if he don't know yes he needs to clean ain't no life skills um. cooking is a life skill um so i really had this on my heart um so in the bible it says husband love your wives as christ loves the church mm -hmm. and then it calls for wives to respect their husbands mm -hmm. and what i'm really learning from that is just that okay, there is a lot that wives have to do in a household. But in order for them to hold up their part, because obviously husbands um, obtain favor when they have their wife with them, mm -hmm. the husband has to um, do his part, the man has to do his part and love the wife. And that could be, that could be in, that could be shown in so many ways and I think one of the ways it can be shown is just having an awareness of how much she does I think it is men's um, 
Um, it is one of men's roles to know, to have an awareness of how much a woman does so that they can almost protect her from falling under this thing of like having to be tough and not getting to rest. Right, you know? yeah, that's good. So like that's, I really had that, I really had that on my heart because I feel like some of these men that are out here like braiding their daughter's hair or whatever they're doing, those simple tasks that women do all the time, they could be the ones saying like, oh no, like my wife does this like all the time. Like, like I applaud my wife for doing this. This is like tough. This was tough for me, you know? Like put the attention back on the woman. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I also think a lot of times on um, social media and stuff, men are all praised because there are a lot of men who don't think that that's like their job or yep. like they're mm -hmm. supposed to do that. Like, oh, I just got home from work. I've been, I provide for the family. Why should I help? So I think that's one reason why a lot of women hype their men up in doing that because a lot of men, there are men who will literally be like, hey, you, you have the kid or you take care of the kids and I go to work. So mm -hmm. I think that's why. I'm not saying that it's okay or forget about the women. I'm just trying to see from another perspective as to like like maybe the woman who's doing it has seen men literally go why should i do my child's hair that's your job but instead her husband is like no i'll do it i'll help you do it so that's probably why she hyped him up on social media it's probably because too doing hair is seen as a feminine task already mm -hmm. that because there are things that people just automatically deem that a man or a woman should do it like taking out mm -hmm. the trash it's just they just automatically the man is supposed to do that i'm not touching the garbage pumping gas it's literally the same thing so it's really just dependent it's dependent on the relationship yeah. because i personally don't believe in the whole original gender roles like i cook ashton cooks i do laundry ashton does laundry i clean he cleans it's literally like you give i give we give it ain't no only you take out the trash only me do this only you do yeah. this it's what's more convenient. The goal is to always be helpful and not even just relationships, mm. living in a household with your parents, with but your anybody. siblings. It's should, everybody should always, always be carry, help carry the load. But I feel like women are always the ones told to carry the load mm. because I know men feel like they're supposed to go out there and work. And that's how it was back in the old days. The man goes out and work, the woman is a stay-at-home mom. But now the thing about it is women aren't just stay-at-home moms anymore because they work and they stay at home. Mm -hmm. So they have to go to work and then come home and take care of the house and take care of the kids. And the husband goes out to work and comes home. And I don't want to hear it's more labor. No, some men go to the office in AC all day in their button-down shirt, ain't do nothing but sit at their desk. But it's not even the physical load. We're talking right. about mental load. Yeah, When we true. talk about strong women or strong black women, we're talking about the mental load of the family, the mental load of carrying your family, being it a, as a wife, as a sister, like you said, as a member in the household. Women, not only they carry the emotional load of, of just carrying everything. Um, when I think of Miss USA who committed suicide. RIP. RIP, Chelsea. Um, and she had, um, I forgot what, it, what they call it, what kind of depression they called it. High functioning. High functioning depression, mm -hmm. which a lot of women have. They are high functioning. They're going about their day. They're doing everything that they have to do. Organized to the goals. Organized to the, like, functioning. And they are depressed. Very. 
they are depressed and some of them don't even realize that they are depressed mm-hmm. and they are just functioning because who who got time like like our parents would say who got time to be depressed right. i got bills to pay and the thing is they can't even seek out therapy because yeah. they have so much on their plate that there's no room to make time to go to therapy to go to therapy to, to, to seek to help to Always do anything just not the thing that you do yeah. like why do you need to go to like, therapy yeah, like Jesus. look at you you, you have therapy. you have such a good job like you have a good husband your your kids are amazing like why would you but even as a single person because she was a single person yeah. as a single person like you said the workload is so we live in a and like and my niece told someone yesterday oh you 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 um you positived me and then you made me boss you boss babed me and gatekeeped so like yeah, yeah gatekeep and i, I was like it was gatekeeping girl bosses g- gate, gatekeeping girl bosses and it's true we were taught to like a couple of years ago that girl boss life where you went, 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 you kept on going, 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 going. Yep, never stop. Never, never to stop was drilled into our heads. So even as single women, and I, I know you're married, but as single women, we're taught to go, go, go. You got to yeah. achieve things. You got to make goals. You got to do this. You got to complete. What are you going to be in when you're 30? So you're going, 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 going. You have so much on your plate that mental health is literally on the bottom. The very bottom. And then when you take into like not knowing where your identity is. And yeah. Okay, then you put in comparison mm. and then you take insecurity. Oh. And next thing you know, you're anxious and you're depressed. That's and a messy place. You're right in there. a very messy messy place mm-hmm. and there's a lot of women walking around here Looking young like girls that. older girls um married girls even older older women that are walking around in a place of of mess and just um they're just depressed and it's so saddening to see because we need to remember that we need to strive to be like one person and one person mm-hmm. only right because the all powerful almighty all seeing all knowing god mm. took six days and rested mm. on the seventh he, Come on on he didn't have to rest that's why i don't i don't want to stay woke no baby i'm sleeping mm. <laughs> i don't want to stress about it i have learned and come to this place now where it's just like if something is stressing me or i just really can't get it or i'm just i know mentally i'm just not there computer off yes phone off do not disturb i am going to sleep and i will sleep on it and wake up mm. i'm gonna pray about it sleep on it wake up i mean the holy spirit gonna figure it out but we have this thing where we feel like if we don't do it now then when we're gonna do it it's it's a way to manage your time and the reason why we are all so tired and we think grinding and grind culture is the way that it's supposed to be is because we are just awful managers and god put us on this earth to manage and take care of what we've already been given but we feel like if we don't just go 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 then we'll never get anywhere Mm. god made a whole world and in six days and then rested and rested on the seventh can can we talk about what when the bible says rested because we know that our god does not sleep nor slumber he is awake all the time so resting doesn't mean that he slept it meant that he enjoyed he made he made Mm -hmm. this whole world in six days and on that seventh day he took a moment to enjoy like that's what he was expressing to us that he enjoyed his work he celebrated he was like wow this this because man was already formed at this Mm -hmm. point the birds were in the sky the the animals were roaming life was just like the water 
was watering like right. everything. Right. <laughs> he took and a he's moment enjoying to enjoy it. He's enjoying this creation that he created. And we don't take that. We take resting to mean, all right, that means I'm just yeah. going to take a nap. Like, yeah. no. Sometimes you take a nap, you wake up more tired than when you fell asleep. Yeah. Sometimes Facts. you got to take a moment. You know a pause. lot about napping, don't you? Ooh, really? <laughs> you know, that reminds me of like in like in like places like Dubai, how they're just trying to like keep going and like just keep um, advancing technological advances yeah. or everything and not just taking a moment to enjoy like what you have we gotta do for more. a second we got to do more we got to keep mm -hmm. going we got to keep going and like i love what you said about that he like because god doesn't god doesn't sleep mm -hmm. <laughs> he just took a moment he rested he yeah. just he chilled <laughs> like sometimes so pause. yeah wow life <laughs> life keeps going that <laughs> life is not gonna stop and my biggest thing with me is i'm like i can't do not disturb my phone what if someone needs me i can't turn my phone off what if someone gotta call me what if someone just choose this moment to get in a car accident when i'm like okay. that's the thing we feel like especially i feel like this is with women so strongly we feel like if we stop then mm -hmm. everything is gonna mm -hmm. fall apart but i don't know who need to hear this baby let it Yes. And you're Let not it. God. You're not yes. God. You are not God. <laughs> if if the yeah. world was going to fall apart because you stopped holding it, that puts you in the position of the Almighty. Yeah. And last time oh, I checked, yeah. I don't have that power. Yeah. I, I don't have it. it. The world mm -hmm. keeps on going. It's going to keep going without me. You, you, you just got to stop. If it's going to fall apart, then let it. Mm -hmm. Because what's going to happen is the people that don't realize that you're the one that's always doing, their eyes are going to be open. And at first, they're going to start giving you backlash. Wow. You ever realize when you do something for people so often, the moment you don't, that one time, yeah. you don't never do nothing? Yeah. Let, them, let them have it. Let them. Because you have yep. to let other people. The, here's the thing, and this is where it gets confusing. Mm. We are called to carry each other's burdens. Mm -hmm. Burdens are things that are too heavy for one to carry. Yeah. Right. Losing a loved one, divorce, losing a child, like those very heavy, losing your job, those types of things, the real heavy stuff, breakups. We're not called to carry each other's load. Mm. A load is your daily task, what mm. you need to do every day, the things that you as an individual need to do for yourself. Mm. So if you live in a house with a bunch of adults and it's going to get dirty, if you don't clean it, then baby, don't clean it. Let it get dirty. Mm. I love how you just said that. A daily task. Because a lot of times people will have the like the audacity, like the, like, the audacity to ask you to go do something they very well could do themselves. Mm. Like, especially in a marriage, I've always, I've like, I admire the women that go up and clean and, and like cook for their men their breakfast and whatever because mm -hmm. they want to. want to i get really disgusted when i hear that it's a demand like go cook for me like you you have right. find me the verse hands? in the bible that says women are called to cook yeah like you find it for me because it never there. said when isaac was dying he didn't ask his wife to cook mm. he asked his son mm. he did not ask his wife to make him nothing he wanted his son to make that like like uh-uh basic life skills everyone needs to know how to feed themselves mm. how to clean around mm. themselves and clean themselves in general and how to keep up them they need to everybody needs to learn mm -hmm. how to carry their own load yeah. but our generation is very lazy <laughs> and nobody wants to do anything we expect things to just work things do not just work i am so sorry the only things that just happen is your breathing and everything in your body just doing what it's supposed to do anything else around you don't just work you gotta make those things work and it's just like no bro if it's gonna fall apart without you 
then let it. Because you cannot carry everybody's load and expect something to function properly. It does not work like that. That's like going to a church and expecting the pastor to do everything. Mm. Nope, that's why. People do that. (laughs) People do that. People like, I went to church, so why I don't know the Bible? Like, I had someone come to me one time. I will never forget this. They were like, my kids come to um, kid service. And they're like, they learn nothing. They know nothing. And I'm like, but you don't read the Bible in your house? What you doing at home? Because it starts at home. Mm. And when people, that's what you're saying, like, they're not carrying their own personal load. It starts, you have to not only, like, go, like you said, go to church and the pastor does everything. I need to do follow-up. Like, I can't ask you, Ebony, hey, Ebony, can you clean my house for me? Can you do this for me? What am I doing? What am I doing for myself? What am I teaching yeah. myself? No, no what am I learning for myself? Who be needing housekeepers, yeah. by the yeah. way? Because y'all get no real pro- Listen, if you can get sometimes, a housekeeper, God bless you. Sometimes, but you I will be, be the it. person to get a housekeeper and clean before the housekeeper comes because yeah. I don't want her to see my mess. <laughs> okay, and I keep keeping it one hundred. <laughs> Yeah, facts. It's like, the people that do their toes a little bit before going to the nail salon, so they don't talk about you. So they don't no. talk about my toes. No, it's baby, like when you're in a hotel and you do the bed before yeah. the maid I'm like, comes. I can't, like, or like at a restaurant when you clean up the table before the I waitress. Do. It's, or like when I go to Walmart and something's misplaced, I'm like, I feel so bad leaving stuff at checkout because I feel like, but yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> Just everybody needs to pick up their load, especially for our women. Our women are tired. As we young women. women, we we we, we as women, we are and, tired. And um, one t- thing, sis, you are tired. I see you, and, and it's okay to be you. tired. It's okay to be tired. Let people know Let you're tired. You know why it's okay to be tired? Because our good Lord and Savior says, "Come to me, all oh, who are weary yes. and heavy burdened, and I, Him, Jesus, not your husband, not your bestie." Not the church, not the pastor. I, Jesus, will give you rest. Mm -hmm. You find rest in him. That's good. And and I was going to say, you know, because when you said that, I was like, give your burdens to Jesus, too. Mm, Because a lot of us, I'm sorry, a lot of our sisters are walking around here with burdens, and we're carrying the burdens, and we're not giving it to Jesus. And we're in small groups, and we're in community, and people are asking, who needs prayer? Who needs this? And we're not giving it. Mm -hmm. And we're carrying the burden. We're carrying the burden. And then when it's overpowering us, overloading us, people be like, I didn't know, because we never opened our mouths to say. Mm -hmm. So closed mouths don't get fed. You have to open your mouth, even to God, Say, God, I can't carry this load. I, I cannot right carry. I need you to help me. And he will help you. And when he usually helps you, he sends somebody to help you. Yeah. And you need to be able to tell those people also, this is how I feel. I'm tired. I'm this. I'm that. So the people can help you. So it's open communication, too, which is yeah. our fault also because we are not communicating anything. We're how shielding. we're feeling the burdens that we're carrying, the load that we're carrying, we don't communicate it till it's too late. And we're not shining light on it. We're keeping it in the darkness, and we need to let the light in, Mm -hmm. even if that's just one person that you know you can trust. And I know for women, it's really hard to, like, trust. It's hard to trust women as women, and it's hard to find good mentors as women because a lot of older women have this animosity. They are threatened by us. No, I don't know why. No, there are some older women that are they big mad. I don't think so. I think. Oh yes. Oh, I thought you. No, no, no. 
No, I'm there saying, are I don't who think so. Event, but I, don't I think yeah, not all of no, not all of them. No, not no, all of them, I do but, think there's there are some, but I also think that they don't understand us because mm. there is a there's there's definitely a generation, especially a lot of if we're talking about our generation compared to the older generation now, the women who would be our mentors, they didn't grow up with social media. Yeah. They didn't grow up. So unless they're w- willing to understand, mm-hmm. it's a generation gap. So they just don't understand us. So and then we look at them, we don't understand them. Damn. So, so it's, it's like not like they have animosity. animosity it's more so like, like just a lack of understanding. Understanding right, and yeah. coming in, right. in the meet, Sorry, in the middle. Women. And I don't think, and I think a lot of us. The first thing, if you if you if you're gonna go to someone to be mentored be willing to be mentored yeah a lot of people say they want to be mentored or they want advice and they're not willing very to defensive receive. very defensive yeah. yeah um yeah ladies we need to stop being defensive like because we be like i want i want people to hold me accountable i want women around me that are going to do this and then when they do what you have them in your life to do you just angry. Mm. You don't know me. You don't know what I've been through. Mm. And the best thing people love to say is you don't understand. Mm. And it's just like people don't have to be you to understand. They don't have to be you to empathize. And it, it, it's not that they don't understand. You just don't want them to. So you could continue to throw your pity party. Yeah. And life is not like that. And I see it in a lot of young women, like in a lot of us, sometimes it's just like, oh, hold me accountable. Yeah. Like, tell me. And then. I come to you and tell you, and you just, you got an attitude now. You You upset. You just, like, you don't know anything. Why are you trying to tell me? Or better yet, they bring up your past sin, and they're like, how are you you trying to tell me about dating and you single? Mm -hmm. How are you trying to tell me about being in school and you flunked out? And it's just like, you're bringing up who I was. How are you trying to tell me about drinking alcohol and you used to be in the club dropping Girl, yeah, people right. like to <laughs> keyword used, used to, to be, be right. Used to be it God be, changed me. I don't gotta be that person anymore. Exactly. But because I was that person and I, I walked that you. way, I can tell you. And what people don't understand is, uh, you don't have to hurt. Mm. Mm. Come on, you don't have to hurt. I used to think that. I used to be like, let me make my own mistakes. You do not have Experience to hurt. Does you do not, not have, have to have be, have, be bruised. You don't have to be cut. You mm-hmm. don't have to be hurt. You can just listen to what the person has to say because ninety nine point nine percent of the nine, time nine. they are right. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they have experienced it. So I just feel like also just be open to receive the mentorship. Yeah. And just not come in a place of, of like, oh, I don't want to hear what this person, or you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what it's like out here. But just attitude. Yeah. Like, no, no. Yeah. Cause like at the end of the day, it's just information that you're adding yeah. like into your like arsenal of like advice that you have and you can choose to follow it or you can, or you not. still have the choice. I, you oh, know, that's a whole nother thing. Wait, yeah, because wait. advice doesn't always have to be followed. Would you mm, want to yeah, say, Tay? Okay. I was going to go off what Nikki said about um, the older generation and understanding the younger generation. I think the older generation, they still kind of think of their days and mm. think that it's the mm. same for us. Like, I've actually been told, well, when I was in school, I could pay my way to school. And I'm like, that's cool. How much school was, was school? Yeah. School was cheap back then, baby. 1500 Can I tell you how much school was for me? Fifteen thousand, and they're like, "Oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Inflation is a thing, ma'am. Inflation is a thing. Rent. Like, oh, I, I earn about two thousand dollars. No lies. I earn about a thousand dollars or so, give or take a little bit, a month. 
if I was renting an apartment, that would be my rent. What do I have to eat? What do I have to buy clothes? What do I have to buy? Back and in my day, rent was like $800. Exactly. And Where? Then, and then they're like, you're complaining all the time. We're not complaining. We're just saying we don't have enough to live on. You guys are so entitled. We're not entitled. We're just saying that you want us to pay $1,200 rent. And when I make $1,200. It's more. It's more. Even. Yeah. It's more like right they want you to pay that, when that's, that when that's how much you make. And they like to yeah. talk about their day, their day. And I'm like, you keep talking about your day. And I had to actually tell um, one of my aunties who's like in her 60s. Like, I'm like, respectfully and i was respectful i was like in mm-hmm. your day computers filled a room this is a computer i can hold it in my hand right mm-hmm. in your day com- phones were this big mm-hmm. look at my phone stop comparing my day to your yours day. your yeah. days were amazing I and i'm so glad a, you lived them yeah but you gotta understand that our day now is one harder mm. two things are more expensive a right six dollars a gallon i mean outrageous Girl. I was here when it was one dollar guy, and I'm over here just like one more. Listen, that pandemic gas was. I'm gonna find a time machine and go back. That dollar like, something gas was hit. <laughs> Let's go back to your day. Continue was better. <laughs> that was, pandemic. Nobody gas. was going anywhere. We were in our gas. house. But That's I, why gas was so cheap. I, but, oh, okay, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was wanted to say when I said the no one taking my advice, I didn't mean it that way. I meant it as like when I give someone advice. And they're like, okay, and they keep coming back to me for the same advice. You already the same advice, and then they go to somebody else just to co-sign. And it's like, I you just wanted me to co-sign your foolishness, and I wasn't going to do that. (laughs) That's what I mean. I don't like when people do that. That's what I was going to say. I was going to go harp on that, like having boundaries, because you know, some people come to you for that, for you to tell them what's wrong. They know it's wrong, but they don't want you to tell it to them. And (laughs) and they they want you to keep coming back, be like, maybe this time around she'll tell me what I want to hear. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm that one friend that's going to be like. Well, I've learned now, firstly, when it comes to giving advice, especially, I try to ask, do you just need to vent? Mm. Do you need a safe space? Or do you need advice? Mm. Because sometimes I, I am famous for giving my unwarranted advice. Mm. I, you literally tell me your problem, and the first thing I'm going to do, well, this is what you need to do. And plot twist, I hate when people do that to me. Like, if I tell Ashton something, and I'm just venting, and the first thing he do is try to help me and tell, help me figure it out, I'm like, no. And then immediately I got an attitude, because I didn't ask for your help. Mm. I need, I need it. I know I need it. But right now, I'm not in the space where I can receive it. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a negative mood and I'm in a mood of bashing myself, you telling me something positive right now is not going to be received because I have a negative thing to say after mm-hmm. everything you're going to tell me. So it's just like having to remember in that moment. I have to remember that with my best friend all the time because, like, she'd start venting. And as soon as I realize I'm giving advice, I'm like, wait, did you need a safe space do you need advice? Are you in a place to receive that? But I feel like a lot of people don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. that or say it in a way where it doesn't come off as harmful. Right. Instead, it just comes off like, I didn't ask for your advice. I didn't ask for your help. I don't need your help. Sometimes when someone re- just needs people to, someone to listen to them. Someone to listen to them. Yeah, people <laughs> just be needing a listening ear, a safe space. So well, sometimes God, it's oh, not. Sorry. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I've gotten into the habit of asking somebody when they come to me for advice. I'm like, do you want me to tell you what will make you happy? Or do you want the truth? Oh, no, they ain't getting that. Cause no, no, I give them both. Right. I give them both. I'm like, this is what will make you happy. Yes, you're right. This is the truth. You already know what you need to do. You just don't want to do it. And, and if I feel like Facts. You, if, if you know? I, if no. I feel like you're not listening to me, I'll be like, go pray on it. Because God is the only one that could deliver you now. Like, yeah. I, like That's I'm, true. Go and pray I don't know about it. y'all. I be, don't come to me for advice if you don't want it to, to have anything to do with God. I don't know. I'm at a place, like, not even saying, like, 
I'm perfect or I'm this holier than thou person. Like, no, when you have God in your life, he is in everything, everywhere, all the time. And that's how it should be. So if you come to me about something, if I have a scripture that comes to mind, I'm going to send it to you. If I have like a, you need to talk to God or remember that God's word says this, anything like how does God want us to handle this situation? That's the answer I'm going to give you. I'm not going to tell you the worldly things. I don't, because I don't want anybody to give me worldly advice. And that's why you have to know who to go to about certain stuff. So, um, so I'm, yeah, I mean... This has been an amazing Grill Talk conversation. And I want y'all to know, like, this is not even, like, we literally talk like this all the time. Like, not even just at church, in small groups, nothing. Like, we literally get together and talk like this often. Probably a little bit louder. Uh, yeah, a ve- not even a little bit loud, very loudly. We do not know how not to be loud, especially me, if you know me. I'm my default is loud, but do you guys have any like final remarks, final words, any last things that you want to add before we close up? You guys can put me on the spot because you look like you're awesome, girl. You look like you have something. Listen, you look like you just have thoughts. Mm -hmm, I'm just a thinker. Um, So and just leaving this with about discipline and just like this idea that everything's not just going to work out just because you want it to work out. Mm-hmm. I think about what T.D. Jake said about how God gave us wood and man made a mm-hmm. chair. So it's you have to put the actual work, work into In, yes. it. Yeah. And so if you want to be that girl boss, if that's if that's where you feel like God is calling you to, you need to put your game up. You can't just sit around at home and just like pray that you know maybe the idea will come sometimes you got to start writing sometimes the 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 juice is going to flow as you are into it as you are typing up the paper as you are getting that vision board together as you are doing stuff and allowing god to sort of direct you things come about so So, looking for a job you gotta go out and find the job you You gotta apply on give me a job but i'm not gonna leave the house god send me a car but i'm not gonna go on nothing Mm. to look for it and that's i think we operate like that like god i really want to be a singer but you never practice makes absolutely no sense even pastors like god could give them a word but they have to sit down and take the time to mm-hmm. get with him. They got to spend the time with him. They got to write it down. They got like, it's more than just God give them a word that morning and they come up there and say it to you. Like these things, you got to work. Yeah, gotta work. Is, it, is it safe to say that um, whatever it is you want or whatever it is you want to do, you have to make sure you're doing it to the glory of God? Or is that making yes. you Yes. Commit your works. Yeah. Or do everything as though you are doing it unto God okay. and not unto man, because um, that's yeah. like extremely important. And that's and it's just not even like what you want to do for yourself, what you do for anybody, anywhere, at any time. It's about where your heart is in that. And I feel like what we tend to forget is God put us here to work and enjoy the fruits yeah. of our labor. Yeah. So it's not you came here to relax and live your best life. No, you came here to work in whatever field that is God put you in. You are here to work and manage the fruits of that labor, however it may be. You work, you get money. Mm. Even people think being an influencer is easy or a podcaster or a YouTuber or whatever. No, you still got to work. You got to make the content, edit the content, post the content, put hashtags, 
um, get rid of all the bloopers. Pr- promote, get rid of all the bloopers. Promote the content. It takes work. Make you sure all the content is appropriate for who your audience is. Exactly. See, it's not just easy. Even people that like just take pictures and post them, like they have to run it by the brand that they're promoting. Yeah, it's just it's just work. We just don't want to work. We want to enjoy the fruits of the labor that we uh, don't give. Like I recently became a social media helper for like a company. And I think Nick, Nikki, you were there for it because I was yeah. like, "All you gotta do is post up." She goes, "No, what's the color scheme? What's this? What is she trying to sell?" And I was just like, "Wait, there's so much when more." When people yeah. realize yeah. things, it ain't work, that easy. They just you don't like, just post a picture. Yeah, when people realize things ain't that easy, they be like, "Like I don't want to do that." Like y'all think makeup artists just wake up and know how to do makeup? No, they practice on themselves. They doll baby everybody, hairstylists. They they <laughs> practice the on everybody. Yeah. Graphic designers they don't yeah. wake up and just know yeah. they gotta play around with stuff, practice mm-hmm. it, see how it works. Interior designers like it's yeah. all in trial and error, sweetie. If everybody in the Bible had a, Jesus had a job, yeah. please. He did have a job. Try. He was a carpenter. He was a whole carpenter. Try. Oh, please try. Adam have Adam had a job. His first he was supposed to he was supposed to take care take care of the animals, animals. Mm-hmm. and he was supposed to. Everybody oh, had a job. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was supposed to work. He had to work the land. You know, yeah. everybody had a job. Mm-hmm. You better. But work. I just say all that the whole idea of working and the whole God giving us wood and making yeah. a, a chair is that even in internal stuff, like in mm-hmm. finding out who you are and your identity, that's work you're gonna have to put in on yourself. What's your last words, my dear? Um, it wouldn't be a podcast without Ebony saying. It would not. I'm so sorry. Those are my words. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, you all like said really good things, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, this has been another outstanding episode. Oh, Nikki oh, didn't really? get to say the last. Oh, Nikki, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, it's the I'm a zoom in on that. All right, I'm a, <laughs> I got something to say. I'm a zoom in on that. Don't you dare close the program. Something to say. Um, no, but just go back to what Uni said because I I do want it because we talked about we opened up talking about identity and insecurities and comparison and I just want and being enough. Um, I just want to go back and say that we are enough in God's eyes. Um, we are beautifully and wonderfully made. Yes. Um, I feel like Psalms. Why can't I remember what's not, I want to say it's 189, but I don't think it's right. Which one is it? Is there a 189? Don't answer that. Yeah, it goes all the way to 189. Yeah, 190 something. I think it's 189. Don't quote me on it right now because my brain is not functioning properly. But we are beautifully, wonderfully named. When he knew us in in our mother's, when he knitted us in our mother's womb. I think that part is 134. That's what I want to say. Yeah, which it's in Psalms. Look it up. (laughs) Look it up. up. Beautiful book to read, by the way. Beautiful, beautiful words that he says. Like, we are enough in his eyes. Mm -hmm. He made us all individual for like what you said earlier for our own purpose yes and we just need to remember that we are created by him mm-hmm. um we're perfect in his eyes we don't need to be we're imperfectly imperfect we're imperfectly perfect yes and we just need to remember that and also with the saying no also give your best yes mm. if you can't give so your good. best that's the easiest so way to even say no period is if this is not my best yes this cannot be my best work i'm not gonna be at my best at it then it's a no but give your best yes 
it's giving and like wait for for the people that are gonna overthink this because i know some people are gonna be like all right i can't give you my best it means i'm not giving nothing at all that's not what she's saying she's not (laughs) saying just because you're not gonna be perfect at it don't do it she is saying go ahead Nikki. i'm saying put your heart heart into it if you don't feel all into it and it's everything everything pray to god about it yeah pray to god about it because a lot of people don't do that a lot of people don't like pray to God about every situation so they say no or they say yes before going to God and praying and allowing God to work in them so it's okay to say no to things and it's okay to pray to God and God to tell you no or God will tell you wait it's not in this season and then for you to go back and say yes to it that's okay it's okay to do that okay well it's actually Psalm 139. I just wanted to make 139. sure that. I said 189. I was close enough. I was yeah. like yes, a couple of numbers off. And we said 130, so we was close. Well, right? Listen, yes. had to switch just, the numbers around. You, you see how the enough? eight is? If you two, two yeah. circles, you erase the front, then it was, it's a we, three. We so close. it's Psalms 139. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I wanted to read a verse. It says on 139.14, I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. So God yeah, wasn't just like, eh, here we go. He's a human. That's good. He said good remarkably. Go. If you want to really know, sweetie, made. the first the first chapter in the first book lets you know that you were made in his image. And Nobody else's. And, and you were good. And you were good. Ooh, that's a, I love that. He no, made it. Very good. good. You're very, very good. good. And then it Everything was very good. good. Everything increased as he made it. And, and that's on period. period. And that's on period. <laughs> so period it's been amazing. Chopping it up with my babes. Now we're gonna go drink coffee and order pizza because I don't know about y'all, but I'm starving. Famished. I'm very hungry. I am I'm looking very forward famished. to a very meaty pizza. Oh meaty yeah. Pizza. Um so yeah, guys, it has been introduce yourselves one more time. Let uh, them know. Taya? Yep. Reuni. Nikki. Ashley. And you know your girl Eb. Y'all be sure. To click the link below to find out where you can listen or watch. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Comment down below any topics you guys want to hear us talk about on our next Girl Talk episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. If they want y'all to follow them, I guess I'll leave their handles below. If not, then you just won't see it. But until next time, girls, we end with putting our hands in. Ooh, I love that. So y'all got to put What's your hands in. And we put, we say MTC on three. Okay. okay. So, um, on the count of three, we're going to say MTC. One, two, three. MTC! Bye, guys. So long, farewell, to you and you and you. <laughs>